Welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. I'm your host, Hugo Viteri, the, uh, the host who hates his name, and every time he has to say it, gets upset. It's a strange world to live in, but uh, that's, that's me. <laughs> I don't know why. I just strongly dislike my name. So I want to open this up with a little... Well, it's March 8th, 2022. There's still some type of war going on. Inflation is skyrocketing. A lot, blah, a lot of stuff. Man, I don't want to marginalize any of that. Felt like I needed to touch base on that and then move on because I'm just some guy in Texas just talking out of his ass, trying to help people. Uh, so I just want to start with a quote, more like a long soliloquy or monologue because I don't understand uh, the difference in the two. Despite doing four years of drama in high school, it goes to show you how little you really learned. Uh, anyways, uh, a quote by Alan Watts. And before I go, I, I don't know this man's character. All I know is some of his quotes, and I've always enjoyed them. So, you know, if this guy was like a serial killer or something, I'm sorry. But anyways, so Alan Watts' quote. Uh, it goes as this. Let's suppose that you were able every night to dream any dream that you wanted to dream. And that you could, for example, have the power within one night to dream 75 years of time. Or any length of time you wanted to have. And you would naturally, as you began on this adventure of dreams, you would fulfill all your wishes. You would have every kind of pleasure you could possibly conceive. And after several nights of 75 years of total pleasure each, you would say, well, that was, that was pretty great. But now let's have a surprise. Let's have a dream which isn't under my complete control. Where something is going to happen to me that I don't know what it's going to be and you would dig through that and come out of that and the next day you would say wow that was a close one that was a really close one wasn't it and then you would get more and more adventurous and you would make further and further out gambles as to what you would dream of and finally you would dream where you are now you would dream the dream of living the life that you are actually living today. That's a quote by Alan Watts. Um, I've heard it a few times in a couple of videos, and I've gone a couple, I've gone down a rabbit hole of a lot of his uh, speeches, and it's quite fascinating because it made me wonder. Like, all right, so let's say I could dream of a perfect scenario. Let's say I could be, let's, let's keep it simple. I don't want to dream of, you know, finishing Game of Thrones because George R. R. Martin screwed it up for us. But let's say I could just have a perfect life right now. What would that entail? Like if I could change my life and be whatever I wanted, do whatever I wanted, as many different jobs, sectors, whatever. I think 
that my perfect life, at least professionally, would include a musician slash singer of uh, probably acoustic music, some kind of light rock. Some eh. It's kind of embarrassing saying that, but it, it's always what I've loved to do. And I don't tell people that. I mean, it's just one of those like dreams you've always had in the background. And I would have a successful podcast. Um, a lot of stories to back that up. I would also be, and I, I think the pinnacle of what I find, I, I don't know, I would love like, and, and aspire to be a comedian. It sounds ridiculous whenever I say it out loud. It's just such a... Because it almost seems tangible. And then I say it, and maybe to other people, it, it might not. It sounds ridiculous. But I... And my dreams aren't... That's not a crazy dream to have. And yet, we go most of our lives thinking, yeah, go to school, have something to fall back on. Like, there's a choice in our life. Like, we don't have that choice because nobody wants to fall back on something they don't want to do and then do that for the rest of their life. There's people who open up a gym and fail. There's people who who just constantly try, and you see them, and you're like, you've been failing the whole time. But when you ask them, they don't really see it that way. They're doing what they want to do, and they're trying over and over until they get there. I know people where I, sometimes I'm like, what do you want to do? And they're like, well, I work here to support my dream. It's like a, I work part-time here so I could full-time do this, something else. And it, it's always like, oh, so that's what you want to do. And then you meet other people and... and they're not living, they're not doing what they want. And it's always pretty depressing. And life is life, and it's going to take control of a lot of our paths. But I don't know, that quote just really got me thinking about what I wanted in my life and how it's really up to me to get there. I can point the finger and blame this person or that or society and it's it's truly up to me. It's uh it's crazy. I'm excited about it. It it just kind of gives me a little more power to me too. Um You know, when I first met one of my buddies at the gym, his name is Lonnie. One, I didn't know how old he was. This guy could have been 13 or 40 because he's like five foot two or something. Nice guy. Just, you know, you know how they say black don't crack. The guy just looks, he's healthy looking for the most part. Anyway, so I get to know him and uh, I, I, he, I had him over once and he was sharing some stories with me. And I asked him, like, Lonnie, what do you do for, for your physical fitness? Like, because he doesn't run out of gas at the gym. And I only see what people do at the gym. I don't see the surrounding part of the story that brings a person to be who they are. Outside of, you know, some social media post. 
And Lonnie's a big, he's a nerd. He, he loves superheroes, villains, anime, all the stuff most people like these days. And I'm a big fan too. So when I say he's a nerd, I don't mean that in, in a rude way. I'm not, I'm not, it's not a de- derogatory. I am proud to be a nerd myself. People always think I'm being rude. Like I call my daughter that and she's like, why are you call me a nerd? And I'm like, well, one, you are. And two, I don't know. I, I, nerds are awesome. Like I like nerds and especially the candy. <laughs> um, so I asked him, hey, what do you do? And he loves superheroes so much that in a way, Lonnie wants to be kind of like one of the best people around. I'll be it. Lonnie's willing to throw hand like that's what makes a superhero a superhero. <laughs> Cause I asked him, so what do you do for fitness? And he goes, you know the stuff like Goku does and like when he's in the uh the gravity room and he's training with weights and just stuff like that. Weird push ups, single hand push ups. Like just a bunch of weird stuff. And I was like, yeah. He goes, that, that's what I like to do. Like, we all kind of, as a kid, wish we could be, you know, Spider-Man or someone. I don't want to say Black Panther because, that, that, you know, Lonnie's black. I don't want to be like, that's the only thing you could be is Black Panther. But uh, but we all wish we could be some, some – t- to me, I always wanted to be Vegeta as a kid. It, it's so okay. gay. Um and uh, I, <laughs> Lonnie's to the point where he cares so much about these things that he goes out of he he practices it every morning. He wakes up and he, he might even say some anime quotes in his head that inspire him. And he goes about his life. He rarely misses class, uh, and just he's a, he's a joy to be around. Like he never he's just obsessed with it. And that goes with just being a good person. And and then it's, it just got me thinking. Like, I'm not even sure how to finish that statement. But it, it just, it's inspiring to see other people just wake up every day. And even, even though sometimes it might seem a little corny, but... uh they they go out there and they do what they love and uh, they devote all their time to it. You know how you meet that person? There's like everything in moderation. No, that that is not, and I I adamantly disagree with that. I understand what they're saying and what, but basically you just you know don't overdo everything, anything, and sometimes that's. It's not okay. You have to go out there and you have to throw yourself at your dream or your vision of something. You can't just kind of do something. You have to you have to be willing to put everything into it and that when it fails that you're still there, you're still going to try anyways. There's so many times where all right, like every time I roll with Jeremy at the gym, do you think I think I'm going to win? Well, yeah, I do. I, I do think I'm going to win one day or I'm going to submit him or I'm going to sweep him. I'm, 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 I'm going to grow as a person. But if I never fail doing it, I'm never going to. 
I can't avoid rolling with him so that one day I can beat him. That doesn't make any fucking sense. You have to get up when he says, Hugh, you want to roll? Yes, let's go. And you give it your best. And you both learn from it. And you continue. But the only way to know um, your competition is, is, is to just constantly fail at going at it. You have to... Uh, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to motivate myself as well here because my body... I don't know what it is. Like I, I swear, to, I'm getting closer to 34 and I swear my body's like, hey... You've been kind of dabbling with the fountain of youth for a while here. You don't really look your age. So uh, we're going to have to, you're going to have to pay us back a little bit. And my body is just, just feeling so sore. Though it looks as probably the best it's ever looked right now. Like I'm, I'm like 10 pounds away from having a nice six pack. It's just slightly visible now. It's kind of nice. Not going to lie. And my, my weight's at a good point. But man getting to the gym and my shoulder feels a little jacked up I, i'm pretty sure i did something to it i'm hoping it's something small and, and like every man i'm just gonna ignore it until it either becomes a big problem or it goes away uh it still feels strong and i can move it in every direction i just think maybe i sprained it or something uh but yeah if there's something you want to do and and, and maybe even like 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 me when I say it out loud, it sounds embarrassing, and that's the first step of like that affirmation, that self, like I'm gonna do this. I'm I'm gonna. This is the goal. This is the outcome I'm looking towards. I remember when I was like, I'm gonna start podcasts, and how how ridiculous that sounded. And then I remember buying my first mic, which is not something. I even have to this day. I think I gave it away. Um, buying a camera, which I don't use because it's audio only, but eventually I would like to move in that direction. And learning how to edit, trying to come up with a name for the podcast, and at the time, mentally being very, very low, but wanting to help other people who were also in a very similar state. And, you know, trying to figure out how do you even record it, the software. There were so many questions that I had zero answers to, but I know that it's what I wanted to start doing. The same way, I'm sure um, my coaches were like, how do we start a gym? What's step one? And, And it's a lot. And I'm sure it took them a lot longer than just walking up to some empty lot and being like, boom, here's the gym. Here's the name. Here's the times, the schedules. Okay, what about upkeep, cleanup? What about uh, utilities? Do we want a bathroom? How many? Showers, etc. Rules. And, and people don't realize how much it goes, how much it goes into it. And then one day, though, through all the stress, through all the nights wishing you would have done it sooner, to feeling like you've already failed your first business venture, one day you look at it, and if you've thrown yourself at it over and over, 
you're that guy. You're that woman. You're that person. You're, you're, you're the dream. And I get to do that in, in a small way. I've seen my coaches do it, and I'm like, wow, they're literally, they're living the dream. And not everyone's dream is the same. Have you ever tried telling someone your nightmare? It, it's like to you, it was borderline end of the world moment when you had that nightmare. When you wake up from it, you're just glad to be awake and out of that nightmare. And the minute you tell someone else, it's almost like they, they, they could care less because it wasn't their dream. That's the same as when you tell someone, I want to be, I want to win a competition of jujitsu. It's the same way when you tell someone, I'm the boss of HEB. Or when you start a company. The guy who started sticky notes, little post-its, you think he wasn't made fun of for something so small? And then you're like, wait, wait that guy's a billionaire? There, there's so many little things that when you tell me uh, I want to own my own, my own, I don't know, trash company, whatever the case is, to a lot of people, your dreams will just be nothing, just a fleeting thought. And that's fine. But to you, your dream has to mean something. Because if it doesn't, you won't throw yourself at it every day. Someone's going to have to convince you to get back on that boat. You know the first time you learned to ride a bike? It wasn't easy. Most people fall. Most. I think I fell off a bike a lot. As an adult, too, <laughs> you just fall from time to time. Something happens. You whoop, Next thing you know, you're going over the handlebars. And, and, and there's some pain involved in it. And you know what you don't do? You don't pick up the bike and leave it on the street. Or you don't just leave the bike on the street and walk home. You no, know, you usually get back on the bike, ride home crying or in pain. And you put it away. And in the next couple of days, you get back on it and you meet your friends at the park. That's just life. We're constantly, constantly getting up and then we get back down and we got to get back up. And then we're reminded how great life is. And then the next day, we're reminded how dark and the despair that can be in life. But without all of those low moments, man, you cannot appreciate how beautiful life really is. And I know that's kind of hokey coming from me because it's like, Hugo, you're always sad. Yeah, and when I get happy, my God, do I get happy. I can't wait to just exist. And uh, I want other people to feel this way. I want them to know that they can, they can live their dream. They can do what they want to do. Your preconceived notion of yourself doesn't have to be your reality like there's many people who who probably have their own opinion of me but that's not reality that's not what how I have to feel about me and yeah there's some accountability and I got to work on things like always and that's all of us and I don't want to marginalize or diminish that but I don't, I, 
it's one of the most disappointing things is to see my friends doing something they don't want to do when I know their entire passion is something else. And uh, I, I want more people to be aware of that. I don't feel like I wake up and go to work. I mean, I don't because I don't have a job. But uh, it's sometimes when I get on the podcast and I start talking, I have to stop and delete. There's so many of those moments. And it's not because I don't want to be here. It's because I feel like I'm just wasting your time. But I love reaching out and just, if I can help one person, it doesn't matter how many hours I spent in front of the computer turning on and off the podcast. Sometimes I get so low I don't want to get out of bed. And then the thought of someone else being like, hey, man, I got this problem. I want to help. And uh, it's hard for me to help other people when I don't help myself. So sorry that I take some time off from time to time. Uh, it, it's You guys are really the, uh, the main picture. And I, I really appreciate all the help I get from just talking to you guys. It's crazy how many times I think I, I, I save myself just because I save others. And uh, that's nice. A little corny. <laughs> yeah. So that's just what I've been thinking about. Just dreams. Literal dreams. The dreams you have when you're sleeping. And how... If you get to pick what you want in life, and you do, for the most part, you get to pick your outcome. I've met musicians who nobody knows, but that's what they do. They play music all the time. They go to bars. They go tour in these small places. They get paid minimum. But that's what they want to do, and they love it. That, to me, is that's how you made it. You're doing what you want to do. Maybe the outcome isn't specifically, you're not on, you know, some streaming service. You're rich. But you made it. And if you have enough passion and love for your craft, it's undeniable. And it's going to show. And people will see that. I've seen artists. I remember the first time I saw an artist um, live. And when they were singing... That's the first time in my life that I'd ever seen, not someone sing, but I saw the passion. Be, I was like, there's, there's passion behind that voice. I know that guy loves this. He wasn't born. Like, he might have been born with a good voice, but he wasn't born with the message he's singing. Not the words. It, 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 was, it was the heart behind it. And that's something you can see in every craft I've ever seen. I've met people in every facet of life, in different careers. And you can tell the people who are just good at it, and then the people who are passionate about it. It's ridiculous how quickly and how infectious it can be. And I remember ever since then, I was like, when I sing, I swear to God, when I'm, I'm in... <laughs> When I'm singing for my son and Lisa here in my house, it's a, it's a show. I, I'm not just singing words. There's times where I'm, I'm like, all right, look, this song is going to make me cry. I'm just telling you now before I sing it, there's going to be some tears, passion, blah, 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 because it means something to me. And that's how it is 
with the things I choose to do. I don't like to do things I don't want to do. I understand sometimes you have to, to grow as a person. But now career-wise, the, the things that bring me joy that I want to do, I do them 100% of the way. And it's just nice that uh, that's just where I'm at right now. So I hope the same for you all. Um, today is my wife's birthday. I feel like I should have mentioned that a lot earlier in the podcast. Uh, but happy birthday to her. Um, she's 20. I don't want to say her age. Nah, fuck her. She's 28. She's, she's beautiful, uh, stunning, always kicking ass. She had a crazy workout yesterday. I was like, look, it's the last year you're going to work out as a 27-year-old or last day. So come on, let's get a good workout in. And she did. She pushed herself. And uh, today's her birthday, so I went and got her some little things, and can't wait to see her. Um, as for that, ladies and gentlemen, please go out there, try your best. Monday comes every week, and so many of us complain about it, like we don't know it's coming. Fix your life, and when that Monday comes, you're excited about it. I promise you that. You're excited for the next week of challenges. Thanks for tuning in another episode of Life Almost Without Me. Please like, share, just click the follow button for me. It really helps. You'll have a great week.